this weekend baby quest so exhausted we're so exhausted we're so <laughs> tired <laughs> My name is Mike. And I'm Leah. How are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah. I think we may be caught up on sleep. Well, so we've got a lot to we got a lot talk, to talk about. about. So we're going to go back to probably where we left off so this in is, the last episode. This is not one of those like recorded previously way back in history. No, we're in like real time. Real time. This is basically live. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay. When, what is today? Okay, so last week we had our first appointment. We can say what today is. Today is Saturday. Today is Saturday. The uh, 12th. 12th of September. September. Uh, so last week on the 3rd of September, we had our first appointment with the OB at the high-risk clinic at the hospital. Yeah, we graduated from... The fertility the center. The fertility center, and they sent us to the real doctors. <laughs> Um, and I say we, but it, it's not we. It, it was just me because Mike's not allowed to come. So we went, I went for an ultrasound and I was nine weeks at that point and I was having all of the feelings and anxiety going into that ultrasound. I had like, I think basically convinced myself that there wasn't going to be a heartbeat. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that same <laughs> energy, but... But because Mike works at the hospital, he ignored some of the rules and... No, 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 I'm allowed to be in my place first. <laughs> right. Um, and so I, that... I just was hanging out in my workplace. <laughs> in, in a patient waiting room. <laughs> in the waiting room with Leah for a few minutes while she was waiting to go in. And then, and then he waited out in the hall while I had the ultrasound. In so, my work. Yeah. So I, I went into the ultrasound and I like the basically the first words out of my mouth to it was actually a, a resident performing the ultrasound. She was like, you know, training in how to perform ultrasounds. The like first words out of my mouth was like, I need to tell you about my history. And then I told her about Eliza and she was like, oh, you were a patient of doc, my OB at the general. And I was like, yes. And she's like, oh, I remember your case. I don't know if we <laughs> ever met, but I reviewed your case with the OB. And I was like, oh, okay. So like that instantly made me feel a little bit better. So she was very understanding about like my emotions and started the ultrasound and was like, oh, did you see that? And I was like, no. She's like, oh, I saw the heartbeat. Did you see it? And I was like, no, but if you saw it, like that's all that matters. It's fine. And she was like, no, here, hold on a second. And she like zoomed in and then I could see the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Well, like flickering away. So that was good. It and felt better. Yeah. I just want to say, I don't know how anybody remembers specific patients and stuff like that. Yeah, I have not. Like, I mean, maybe because I'm a pretty significant case. I don't know. Are you? I don't know. See, I feel like <laughs> I remember saying this in counseling once or in the I think it's like our one of our group sessions and it was like oh you know I said something like oh how it feels so significant but you know these things happen all the time like happen a hundred times a day and our counselor kind of stopped me and said like what makes you think this happens all the time to everybody like I don't know it's sort of common is it and it's like not not really but I would I still think like at a hospital don't they have like four stillbirths a week or something i don't know i don't know there's like, like i don't know i what think the i saw a stat like. that it's like eight 
eight stillbirths a day in Canada. What? Really? Yeah. But our population isn't that big, right? Yeah, our population is like 16. <laughs> so that's like half. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so that that made me feel better. And then after the ultrasound... Oh, anyway, I say all that because someone can come to see me with a technical <laughs> problem in the morning and I will not remember them in the afternoon. Yeah, but Mike doesn't remember what he ate for dinner last night. So like, that's not a you see a lot of people in a day. That's a your specific memory problem. I do have a specific memory problem, but... <laughs> It's, Mike. Then it still blows me away when anyone remembers anything ever. <laughs> like, I don't get it. How do you do it? Uh, yeah, so we had the ultrasound. Everything is good. And then I went for the appointment with the OB. And if you've ever had an OB appointment before, you know, like, the first appointment is, like, fairly extensive and like you talk to the nurse a bunch about your family history and stuff and then you talk to the resident a bunch and then you talk to the doc so that appointment took a while but basically coming out of that appointment the priority for my OB is my mental health and like whatever she can do to make this pregnancy as least anxiety ridden as possible she is gonna try and do so Mike is allowed to come into my OB appointments. She yeah. said that was okay. Um, and that I think is mostly because he's already been approved to be in the building because he works at the hospital and my appointments are at the hospital. Yeah, I'm going to be there anyway. Right. So it's not like we're introducing a new person into the building. Um, You're still going to be breathing all my air. No. Even if I'm far away. All wearing masks. Yeah. So that was last week. Yeah. So that was pretty good. I mean, Everything was good. It was, yeah, you had a lot of feelings, but it ended up good. Big okay. Yeah. yeah. And then on Tuesday, I started having bleeding again. Well, first we played D&D. Right. Oh, no. First we went for a walk. We then... went for a walk before D&D? Yeah. And then we played D&D. And my campaign was so thrilling. <laughs> and then... After D&D, I started bleeding, and... Yeah, I guess minor trigger warning for pregnant right. bleeding coming. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna jump to the end of the story. Everybody's fine. Everything's fine. We're very tired. <laughs> but everything's fine. But here comes the story about bleeding. So, yeah, I started... I had some bleeding, and I could, like, tell I was bleeding. So, you know, I go upstairs, and as I'm, like, going upstairs, I can feel... Like, I pass a clot. And I can feel, I'm like, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> so I get upstairs and I get into the bathroom and I check out what's going on. And it's like about the same amount of bleeding that I had when I had the first bleeding at like seven weeks. Like it looks to be like about the same amount. Like, okay. And it was bright red. Okay. So I like panic and I don't know what to do. And so I phoned my mom because... I don't know. She's the person with all the answers. <laughs> Again, we know that some bleeding during pregnancy is pretty normal. Is normal. It wasn't our experience last time necessarily, but yeah. And so I talked to my mom, and she was like, "Well, like phone labor and delivery triage and see what they say." And so I phone labor and delivery triage, and I talk to a very wonderful nurse, and I tell her what. I'm experiencing, but I also tell her like my stress level and my anxiety is worse because of my history. And I explain about Eliza. And she was like, yep, I understand. You're going to go to a merge. Okay. So we like 
Mike showers and like we get ready and we go to emerge and we get to emergency at like 10 45 and you know they like take me in and (laughs) I explain to the nurse what's going on and his eyes like bug out of his head because he looks at my chart and sees every single thing that I've ever had done and he's like I don't you look so healthy I don't understand (laughs) and then I'm surprised he said health well he like looked at my blood pressure and my heart rate and was like Mm. 32-year-old healthy female, and this is your medical history. It's like, yeah, I know, I'm a lot to deal with. And then we waited... A long time. Many, many hours in a merge. So it happened to be that it was the day after a long weekend. Well, so, yeah, Tuesday was the day after Labor Day. Labor Day, Day, yeah. And apparently the day after a long weekend is, like, the wildest day in the ER. And... By Tuesday night, they had not caught up in, like, clearing all the cases. So we then waited from, like, 11 until 2-ish in, like, the main ER waiting room. That's not true. We were there at about 4. Was it that long? Yeah, because that guy that weird guy was asking you what time it was oh. and he said it almost four. Oh, okay so till four in the er waiting room and then yeah i guess around 4 4 30 we got brought i got brought back into the urgent care wing so area. the waiting room that is a hallway instead <laughs> yes and initially they said mike couldn't come with me and i was like okay sure so at this point like the bleeding i was still having bleeding but it wasn't like pouring out of me mm-hmm. it was like very manageable so i mean that's probably why i wasn't considered a priority <laughs> Well, no, because when you're triaging folks, the person who wants an ultrasound just to check and make sure things are okay is, like, the bottom of your priorist, right? Yeah, especially because I wasn't having, like, massive bleeding. Like, there was nothing, like, medically they could really do for me. They were just going to do an ultrasound to see what was happening. So No, not even to see what's happening, just to to see if there was a heartbeat or not. See if there's a, a baby heartbeat or no. And so... Yeah, around like 4 or 4.30, we go back, I go back, and then they did let Mike come back. Yeah, so I was just sitting outside of that area, and then like five minutes later, nurse came and got me, like, are you with Leah? And I was like, yeah, you can come wait. Like, oh, okay. So I don't know, like, what I, Mike thought that I had asked for him to come back, but I hadn't. So like, I don't know what changed. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But anyways. Just a miracle. They let him come back. And we waited there for a long And then we time. waited in the hallway until six, no, seven, almost seven. Yeah, and then... We got put in a room. We got a room. So at this point, we had both been awake for more than 24 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so we got into a room, and I they got me a blanket, and I, like, passed out, like, hard. <laughs> Yeah, I eventually fell asleep the chair. A chair, chair. yeah. Just the regular chair sitting there. So I slept for like an hour. And then a doctor came in and performed an ultrasound. And I couldn't see it based on like where the machine was and where I was lying. But Mike could see the heart. Yeah, we saw the heartbeat. Yeah. And so that was the first ultrasound that I got to take part in. (laughs) For this pregnancy. For this pregnancy. So that was exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we saw the heartbeat and they were like, cool, you can 
go home. Like, Great. And we did. And then... So wait, all that to say, it was an extremely long hospital <laughs> visit. Um, we've never... I have never experienced... No, neither uh, have I. An, an emerge waiting situation like that before. No. Now, to be fair, most of the time when we go to emerge, it's because I'm having cardiac symptoms and they think I could potentially be having a heart attack. And so I then like, I then jump all those people that are waiting in the waiting room. I know, and I'm used to that VIP (laughs) treatment. (laughs) So, and it's normally like very quickly, like I'm in a bed and I'm hooked up to monitors and they're taking blood and they're trying to figure out. Yeah. So. So, you know, all the... All caveats, like, we showed up on a really bad day, and yeah. they, were, they were super busy, and also it was free and didn't cost us anything, so that was good. Yeah. We live in Canada. Yeah. So appreciate that part. And then I got to take the next day off work, because I slept. <laughs> yeah, so we slept, we had a five-hour nap in the middle of the day. Yeah, woke up at, Leah woke me up at 3.30, <laughs> 3.30. to have dinner. Um... We ordered pizza because... Oh, yeah, that was good. We did. I did not want to cook, and so we had mm. pizza at, like, 4.30. Mm. It was good. Um, and then we went... We're recording at lunchtime right now, so I'm very hungry. <laughs> and then we went back to sleep and slept another, like, seven hours that night. I mean, <laughs> caught up. Got right back on schedule. So, yeah, everything seems good now. The bleeding has slowed down. It's no longer red. Leah it's just a is little spotting. afraid to move now, unfortunately. Yeah. Like walking or exercising or moving or standing <laughs> or stairs. Like... Okay, like not that extreme. I just Leah I don't want to want to do anything. I don't want to go out for any walks because I'm very afraid that I don't know something's gonna happen That's again. True. I'm sure it'll be very healthy for you. And I'm baby not saying that this is to going to be the entire pregnancies. The pregnancy. I'm just saying that right now. Jeez, he's sassy. So we've got more stuff coming up very soon. Yeah. So after the emergency visit, mm-hmm. I talked to my OB that day. And she reviewed everything and said, like, everything looked normal. I mean, she reviewed, like, the the notes from the visit. Anyway. And then we went ahead and booked my CVS. Yeah. What's that stand for? Uh, <laughs> don't know. Look it up. Google it. Uh, not, the, not the pharmacy chain. No. Uh, so it's where you take a piece of the placenta and test it, like, do genetic testing on it yeah so and i'm not gonna be able to witness this one i saw the last one and it was very exciting (sighs) it was really interesting because you think i think we talked about this on like when they did it for eliza but you think that you know they're gonna go in there through the expected route not the belly and you know maybe like with a q-tip brush up and get a collect a couple of sell something right no 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 they take a chunk (laughs) they take a good chunk right out of you okay also with eliza and the cvs they were having a lot of difficulty because my placenta was like a weird spot and i kid you not there was three doctors Mm -hmm. an ultrasound tech and another tech who was training and me and mike in the room with me so this time and like i'm in stirrups and have no pants on mm-hmm. and as you do are and i'm on like a very narrow bed and 
So, like, so this time it was least... just, like, a lot of deep breathing for me and staring at the ceiling slash, like, the doctor's face. And then Mike afterwards was like, whoa, did you see the sample when they pulled it out? And I was like, no, Mike. I was a little preoccupied about, like, not falling off the bed. Yeah, it was a real dangly. And he was like, it was so cool. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so you won't have to worry about me being there. I mean, I want you there. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's a bummer that I won't get to be to that. Yeah. So we have the CVS on Monday. And they... When, when did we have it with Eliza? Remember? It was after 12 weeks. It was 13 weeks, I think. That's what I thought. Because That's what I had in my head. Because they did like the 12 week ultrasound and then yeah right but our doctor this time is like we don't need to wait for that so yeah which sounds i don't know it sounds scary you're you're poking at a less i'm not a doctor so i'm sure it's fine that's what it sounds it, no it makes me think. i think it's fine so well i'm sure it's fine if our doctor is telling us that it's a good idea to do it yeah so they they test for um da- down syndrome trisomy 13 and 18 uh we'll find out the sex so yeah and then they also test we get several rounds of results noonans they test very quickly yeah very quickly we would find out if the baby has down syndrome like any chromosome trisomy 13 or 18 yeah and the sex and then like that should come back probably by the end of next week this might be a gender reveal podcast next. <laughs> um. Oh, so if you have a guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, let us know. If you want to wager money on this. I mean, no, don't wager money. But I'm probably going to set up a poll on Instagram. You can set up a poll on Twitter. Yeah, I can. There you go. Well, <laughs> all, all three of our followers will be able to vote in it. Perfect. Yeah. Let us know what you think. If you have any guesses. Which sex. Right. I have been very specific about using the term sex. I think I've made a, the joke a couple times on the podcast. Cause, so you know the meme where it's like a picture of two things and then the caption is like the two genders. And it's like, that's mm-hmm. because it's like making fun of people who say that they're, you know, yes. there are only two or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think I've said that on the podcast a couple of times, but in reference to like, <laughs> the actual sex, like boy or girl. Oh. Like saying that, talking about is it going to be a boy or girl, the two Two genders, which makes it no longer a joke and just makes it like transphobic and horrible. So I just want to say if anyone has been offended, (laughs) I'm thinking of the meme where it's funny and and not about boy or girl, but I've said it a couple times about boy or girl, which is not, which is like referencing the meme, but in a way that it's like come back around on itself and it's no longer the actual joke anymore. Right. Okay. Um, so anyway, next week we're gonna maybe next week will be a discussion about gender. We'll attach our PowerPoint slide to, right. to the podcast description. No promises. It might be a week after. I don't yeah. know when we're gonna get to record, and we don't know if we're gonna actually get, be able to get the results by next weekend. We we were told that it should it be. It should be. But so fingers if, crossed. If the lab technician decides to take, take a lazy a- <laughs> day one day then it could takes be bumped, a sick day could be bumped to the next week so yeah. like i'm not making promises for next week having thing right it could be and then yeah and then like a week after that probably we will find out if the baby has noonans 
Mm -hmm. And then they also do a more in-depth chromosomal analysis, Mm -hmm. which takes like a couple weeks to come back. Yeah, Yeah. if there are any, like that'll scan for a lot of surprises. Um, But I mean, we did that with Eliza and they came back negative. So kind of don't have a, we don't have a reason to believe that it won't come back. Really the reason for us to want to do this, I mean, other than we want to be as careful as possible. Besides that, we want to do it because the earlier we know whether or not the baby has Newtons, the sooner we can start preparing for that. And the yeah. doctors can start looking. For, like, they start taking, you know, a heart closer signs. look at the heart and... You can get that fetal echocardiogram scheduled. They also start, you know, um, some kids with Newtons have issues with their kidneys. So they, like, take a look at the kidneys and, like, make sure that looks okay. And again, friendly reminder, 50% chance yeah. for Noonan's. Yeah, so, you know, if this baby has Noonan's, we will not. It's, like, not a surprise. No, like, Eliza, Eliza had. <laughs> right, like, we're, we're, we will super not be surprised. Leah has. Yeah. I don't. No. Yeah, so that's the plan for next week. Yeah. I also start teaching officially next week. Yeah. Back to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think that's it. Do we do it? That's all we got. Don't forget to gamble on whether or not this baby, whether or not squid is biosex male or female. Mm-hmm. And once you've done that, you can also uh, start start thinking about what gender identity they're going to choose. No. You can start gambling on their sexual orientation. No. Actually, a good one would be whether or not they have Noonan's 50-50. That oh, would yeah. be exciting. That's a good bet. Uh, height? Are they going to be taller than us or shorter? <laughs> That's probably going to have a lot to do with if they have Noonan's or not, though. Yeah. I mean, that's like a long game bet. You're banking the podcast. Yeah, you'd be eight, better off. 18 years from now. Investing that money in low-risk, full-market stocks. <laughs> this is not a financial. Next week will be our financial advice episode. No. <laughs> baby quest. No. How to invest for your baby. How to invest for your baby and so you can retire at 35. You've only got to do that. Oh, no. Shoot. Oh, no. Plan. <laughs> All right. So don't forget to um, follow us, I guess, on social media if you feel like it. On Instagram at babyquestpop. On Twitter at babyquestcast. Oh, and don't forget our Gmail. We have an email. Hang on. I'm going to check it right now. I think it's babyquestpop at gmail.com. Uh, this is not the right account. Can I change accounts here? Oh, I can add another account. These other... What? Hang on. Just type it in. Pod. You know the password. Well, where's... How come it's not... Hang on. He doesn't know the password. Hold on, he's well, looking no, it up. Well, no, it's like 20 random characters. <laughs> this is your challenge. Try to hack babyquestpod at gmail.com. No! Don't tell people that. Okay, don't do that. <sighs> not now. Hang on. <laughs> Baby... We're getting there. Okay, time to read. Mail time. Mail call. No. All right. Oh, social. Hang on. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh. What? Oh. Hang on. We got. We do have a letter here from Google. No. The subject is security alert. <laughs> a new device is signed in. Okay. Uh, thanks, we guys. We just received that one this minute. That's weird. We did it. All right. We'll talk to you next week. I love you. Bye. Mwah. Thank mm-hmm. you.